0: Introducing Ron Keats, president of Keats Insurance Agency and an inductee into the Nationwide Hall of Fame in 2014. He is also the president of the Floral Park Chamber of Commerce and an active supporter of many events in our community. Here now, Mildred. So, hi, Ron. How are you?
1: I'm good, Mildred. How are you?
0: Good, good. Why don't you talk to us about some basic insurance for new homeowners or renters insurance?
1: Okay. Well, you, you, asked a, you asked a really good question the other day, and it had to do with renter's insurance, and why would people need renter's insurance? And you know, it's funny, I think that anyone who owns property in, in any way should have renter's insurance, because it protects for the basics, it protects for fire, it protects for theft. It also gives you liability protection that follows you wherever you go. So it doesn't mean that somebody has to fall in your apartment to get hurt. There's a lot of things we could do every day that could cause someone an injury or at least uh, someone to suspect you're responsible for an injury that they may have had. That protection comes from your tenant's insurance. And you know what's mm-hmm. most interesting about tenant's insurance is people seem to think it's expensive. Um, I saw a recent study where people thought that renter's insurance should cost 50 or $60 a month. And the reality of it, if a, a renters insurance policy for a modest amount of protection could cost you two hundred and fifty, three hundred dollars a year. That's all it is. That's there's not a, bad. Yeah, there's a lot of wisdom in in being protected for renters insurance and you wanna know in most interestingly, anyone who owns a car, if they have their renters insurance with the same company that insures the car, the discount on the car insurance sometimes pays for the renter's insurance. Wow. So it's almost a, a protection that you could have for free. hmm Interesting, right? That's
0: really it's interesting because insurance can be so confusing. And, and so do you recommend that you try and figure it out yourself or do you try and go to somebody and say, look, here's here's where we're at. What do you recommend?
1: You know, you mentioned that insurance is confusing. Insurance is more than confusing. There's <laughs> so much that one needs to know to do it right, that I'm afraid it's it's a mistake for most people to do on their own. It would be the equivalent of drawing up your own will instead of hiring an attorney to draw up your will. It's not knowing the unintended consequences of some of the moves that you make um, that can be really harmful. So when people go into the computer and try to try to buy themselves a car insurance policy. I'm so afraid for those people because when they do have that incident, that's when they'll find out what they really needed. See, Mm -hmm. when it comes to insurance, no one really realizes its value until they need it. And by then it's too late. So Mm -hmm. this all speaks to how important it is to have a trusted advisor, to have Mm -hmm. someone who you know, who you trust, who can, who can talk to you about what the options are, guide you where you need guidance, listen to you and understand your needs, and make a proper offer to what's best for you as an individual. But to go it on your own is not really the best idea for most people.
0: We're so used to going online online picking and getting the best deal. And so if you have insurance in several different places, you might be hesitant to call and say, take, you know, here's what I've got. What do you recommend? I think it's really important.
1: Yeah, I think it's so important that people do their homework. But what you said is, is right. People have insurance all over the place. And what happens when you have insurance all over the place is you have typically holes You have gaps, you have duplications, you have not cost-effective insurance. What we all want to have is cost-effective insurance. We shouldn't pay more than we need to. But that doesn't mean that the lowest price is what's best for you. It doesn't mean that at all, because you do want someone who can be there to help you when something happens, to, ha- to help you as your life's needs change. You buy a home, your needs change. You have a baby, your needs change. You get divorced, your needs change. You sell your home, you move. There are just so many things that happen in our lives that our needs are different, and it's important to have someone to be able to advise you there. Taking a look at the entire picture is the smartest thing that you can do is to have someone, again, that you trust and are confident with to take a look at it all because you hear on a lot of commercials, you hear by a lot of the insurance carriers, bundle and save. Those, that's, a, that's a true statement. It's real. The discounts that the industry are giving out When you put more policies together with the same insurance carrier, the discounts have become so significant that you don't want to miss that opportunity. Now, it doesn't always mean that you should have the same company for all of your protection because different situations warrant different companies. Some companies do things better than other carriers. But with most of your majors, if you can get the right deal – with one carrier it is going to be more cost effective for you so there is a lot of wisdom in that you know you made me think of a story right uh with 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 respect to people out there looking for insurance protection thinking that they can just do it on their own I'll give you an example of 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 how you can make a mistake there's something in insurance called an umbrella policy and some people know what it is the reality is Everyone who owns a home, as at a minimum, everyone who owns a home should have an umbrella. Let me give you an example of why. You're in your car one day, and you're driving, and you get distracted. You look over to the side, and all of a sudden, the guy in front of you stopped. You hit him in the back because you were distracted for that second. Now, it's happened to all of us, right? Now, when you hit that guy, well, you get out of the car. You go see if he's okay. He says he's fine, ba-ba-ba. Well, the next thing you know, a couple of weeks down the line, someone's knocking on your door and they're saying you've been served. Now, when somebody says that to you, your heart falls all the way down to your stomach. It's a horrible feeling. And the first thing you say, oh, my God, do I have enough insurance? And you, and you look at your insurance policy you go, oh, my God, it's $100,000. I've got one of those 100, 300 policies. But I'm being sued for a million. Is that enough? And again, you feel like sick. Your stomach. Mm-hmm. The reality is, you only covered for 100,000. they're suing you for a million. Well, no one wants to feel that way, and that feeling stays with you until this thing settles. So it could be years and years that you, you have bad dreams, you're thinking about the fact that you're being sued. What if they get more than what I have? It doesn't happen very often. but if it was you, would you not want to know that you had how much coverage if you were sued for a million? You'd want to know you have a million? So for $200, $300 a year, typically, sometimes $400, 500 $600, depending on the customer and their situation and how many cars they have, but for a couple hundred dollars, you wouldn't want to have that million dollars worth of protection? Of course you would, but you wouldn't know that if you didn't have an advisor who talked you through the principle. So what is an umbrella? An umbrella is something that gives you a million dollars, or two, or three, or four, or five, on top of your car insurance and your home insurance, so it gives you that Big picture. So you've got over a million dollars worth of protection if somebody ever sues you.
0: And a million, that's not an an exorbitant amount that people would sue for. No, it's it's, not. In this day and age.
1: (laughs) It depends on what assets you have um, and where you want to be protected. The minimum that anyone who owns anything should have is a million. And some of us will take five million. Some of us will take ten million. But... It depends on what your need is and your comfort zone is, and that's what a good advisor will work you through.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's talk about in the real estate process. If you're buying a home, they'll want you to have a certain amount of insurance. Get with an insurance advisor mm-hmm. to look at things and, and well, planning. It,
1: it is. It's a great time when you're buying a home to review all of your insurance, and maybe that's the point at which you're not sure that your insurance person was doing all the things you hope they would, that might be the good time to shop and find out mm-hmm. who's out there. Is there someone that I'm, I can be recommended to that we know does a good job and cares about it, his, pe- his or her people, et cetera? So an advisor is really important in the insurance world. I mean, really, it's like going out there without an attorney or without a CPA to do your taxes. It's generally not the best idea to not have the right advice. And it's for little reasons like that. And there are more. You could have an insurance policy on your home. And you say, I'm insured. Well, what am I covered for? So regular insurance policy will say to you all right so if you had a fire and you lose your couch and your tv and your chair because you had a little fire in the living room well regular insurance policy you'll pay to replace those chairs minus depreciation and the tv and the couch minus depreciation so you may get back half of what you thought what you're going to need to replace those items minus your deductible and then you say oh my insurance stinks well It's not the insurance that stunk. It was the coverage that you purchased with or without advice where you didn't have a replacement cost option, which covers you for the cost to buy new stuff to replace old stuff. So there's a lot of little things in each of the different insurance policies that you really want someone to be going over with you.
0: You, Like I say, we're so used to doing things online. When you
1: sit with a professional, not a salesman per se, but when you sit with a true insurance professional, he's not expecting to write every insurance policy that comes across his desk because – what is often a good professional will do is there'll, there'll be times when all of the carriers that that professional has access to may not be able to offer the right deal to that particular person. But that, but that professional agent is going to say, you know, in looking at this, I'm going to make a few recommendations, but I think the carrier you have is the right one for you. I suggest you make this change, that change, this change, and that change and pick up one of these. That may be the advice. So it's, there, there, isn't, there isn't the expectation that you're going to write everyone you 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 work on. But the professional agent starts to develop a relationship, and maybe it didn't work today. But next year, the year after, the year after, if that guy was good enough to, to give you that advice, maybe as rates change and, and, and eligibility changes with companies, maybe there is an opportunity with that agent. It's not always where they're expecting to write an insurance contract every time with every quote.
0: And I think that's that's a different way of looking at it, from a salesperson to an advisor.
1: Mm -hmm. So um,
0: business insurance.
1: In business insurance, all of the same things are true that we spoke of regarding personal insurance. Someone needs to tell you, this is covered, this isn't covered, what are you concerned about, and is that protected, or is it protectable? Okay, that's one piece of it in the business side. On the business insurance side, there's a second component that only the best insurance advisors do, and that is what's called loss control. So when, I, when my team would go out to see a car wash, wash the example that you gave, they're going to inspect that car wash and they're going to come back with loss control recommendations to help mitigate potential loss in the future. Maybe it's oily rags. Maybe it's, um, maybe it's uh, a a type of flooring uh, that needs to have something on it to avoid slip and fall because it's got a tendency to have some of the spray over from the car wash. Um, There's, Tons of little things that we'll know with our experienced eye, having been in the insurance for, uh, business for so long, we'll know to be able to give these this kind of advice out to, uh, to our prospects. So it's a value add that you get from the best
0: advisors. Um, okay. And uh, so are there different... Do you do your people, for example, on your team? Are, do you send specific people that are experienced in different businesses, or is it kind of one size fits all? Or how do you how do you know to send the right person for the right business? Very good. There
1: are different levels of expertise, um, and what what your good insurance agencies do is they send their team out for training on a regular basis. And there's always more to learn. Now, realizing that in most small business, most of the loss control, risk management type things we do, they're the same among most businesses. As we get into the medium-sized businesses and the larger businesses, that's when we call in specialists um, who are part of our team. They may not work for Our agencies, but they're part of our team with the insurance industry and the insurance companies who are professional risk management folk who we will bring out with us sometimes on a second call or a third call to take a look at the property and look for things that are more specific to a particular industry okay so so yes in, in in a typical agency, you'll have your senior uh agents who are handling the bigger things if they're they these are more seasoned folk, and even the new agents the newer agents if in in the proper place they've been trained to handle what they're given to work on
0: um what would you be what advice would you give? For uh, a, a, a person just starting to look out, look for a business to buy. Get meet with you right away. Um, wait till you've maybe got a property. Um, uh, the reason, like look, uh, for a mortgage, if you're looking for a mortgage, um, mm-hmm. find your numbers out ahead of time, before you go look, you know, so that when you find something, you're ready to go. So do you recommend waiting till you found something or finding somebody, say, look, I'm looking, and let them give you, you know, wh- where in the process do you think is best for the person buying a business?
1: Well, you know, Let's talk about business basics, right? So if someone's going out looking for a business to buy, um, I would hope that they start with a business plan, right? And in that business Mm -hmm. plan, one element of that plan is what are the insurance uh, pieces that I need to be aware of? and what what are the sig- most more significant parts regarding the insurance, so am I going into a business where i 'm going to spend five thousand or ten thousand dollars a year in insurance, or am I going into a business that 's going to cost me twenty thirty fifty a hundred or one hundred and fifty thousand in insurance? so the idea is first for any entrepreneur is to have a business plan. The second piece is so now they 've decided i 'm going to get into the um, auto service business. Okay, fine. I'm going to go out looking for an auto service business. Well, hopefully at that point before that, they've gone out and said, okay, they spoke to someone in the insurance business. That's when they should do it. What kind of, what, what kind of premium should I be looking for? What kind of issues should I be concerned with when I see them at a potential um, uh, location? Uh, that, when you've got a good insurance agent, You've got someone who will be able to answer m- many of those questions for you and make your job, or let's say that agent will help you avoid unintended consequences.
0: Yeah, and it's almost, I can see where you would, if you knew possibly on a main street that insurance was higher, but your sales would be higher. But So you're making a more informed decision. It's almost like buying a house the same thing you really know what you will be able to afford with your by having your business plan you'll have a general idea um and can make a bet instead of saying oh i love this spot i love this business and get further down the process and then finding out that there's a a, something in insurance that you didn't plan on so i'll give you an um, example
1: let me, I can give you an example with reference to what you're saying. So let's mm-hmm. say you're going to do this auto service repair place. You know, if you didn't talk to an agent, you wouldn't know that. Let's say it's in that border of Nassau and Queens. Well, if you buy it on the Queens side, your cost could be about 50% more than on the Nassau side. Wow. Second second piece is... If you didn't know well, if you go into a frame operation, a frame building, as opposed to a masonry building, you could also be looking at costs 25, 40, 50 percent higher. So those are the wiz- that's the kind of wisdom that you want to have before you go out looking for your opportunity.
0: Mm, so there's a little bit to know
1: before, and there's more mm-hmm. to know after. Right, once mm-hmm. you do find a location, then you want to have a good consultation with your agent. You want your agent to get down there, do some loss prevention, loss control risk mitigation for you uh, before you go and even make that purchase. And uh, this way, you're on your way to a more potentially successful uh, investment.
0: Mhm. That's so interesting, because even from a commercial marketing perspective. I can see knowing a little bit more, uh, you know, if the frame building, well, if it's a masonry building, that's a value-added marketing for that building. So I can see where just knowing more about the individual things is helpful on a lot of levels. What advice would you give trip insurance? Do Do you advise doing that? I know I'm just pulling that one out. We didn't talk about that, but it, it's a, a common, you know, again, you're making a decision. You don't have a travel agent anymore. You're doing it mostly online. You know, do you yeah, advise that? Or?
1: I would certainly do that. Um, you know, who knows what's go. you know, you it, many trips that you book, you book them three months out, six months out, a year out how do you know what the health condition of of the participants is going to be how do you mm-hmm. know about the you know what if there was an unexpected illness passing whatever it may be there's so many reasons your trip may need to be canceled so trip cancellation protection i think is very very important the other parts of trip insurance could include your your things being stolen uh, it could include medical protection. So there is a lot to consider. I would certainly check on the cost of trip protection before I booked any large trip.
0: Small trips, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: but the big ones yeah. you should protect.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially traveling out of the country with health insurance. I would think, again, you, you know, I, how much time can you do figuring all this out Um you know, that's that's where people, you know, yes, you can do it, but, you know, it, it, there's so much time involved in some of these things. Um, what about in events? If you're having a party at your house, um, is, is what do you, how, you know, where do you go on that one? Do you, you know, if it's you're having a lot of people, what do you recommend on that? You know, kind of a
1: rule of thumb. Well, There is event insurance, which is not expensive um, in relative terms, and there is a lot of wisdom in picking up a special policy if you're going to have uh, alcohol at your party, uh, if you're going to have large numbers at your party. you, You want to have that extra protection. For the smaller Little things that we do, uh, Christmas time, holiday time, whatever it may be, that's one thing. But when you're throwing a party where you're going to have 100 people at your home, you should be mm-hmm. looking into event insurance. You never know what could happen. So, yeah, I would I would absolutely recommend that people investigate that for weddings for uh, and for events at your home or events that you hold at the VFW, wherever it may be. Think about being protected.
0: Okay, because again, you're doing the menu, you're you know worrying about timing and everything else, and sometimes you don't think of that. Um, well, do you have any last minute thoughts? Anything we didn't cover? That I know you do motorcycle insurance. I know you do boat insurance. These again should be re- reviewed when you're you're meeting with someone. Any comments about that? The best way is it
1: okay so my recommendation is this interview insurance people look for a recommendation to an insurance person and when you do interview them find out what the what do they do differently and i would look for two things number one i'd want to know that i have an insurance man or per woman person who is available to me when i need them i want to know and they're all going to say everyone will say of course that they're available but find out what that means Even more important, you want to know that you have an insurance person who is going to contact you, at least on an annual basis, to review what you have. Because, Mm -hmm. as I mentioned earlier, your needs change. Sometimes it means removing things. Sometimes it means adding things. But your needs change, and your, your philosophy on things change. So... You need to have someone reviewing your insurance. And if you don't have the opportunity to do it every year with your agent, at least be sure that you're spending time with your agent every other year. So what I'd be looking for in my agent is that he has a practice by which he reaches out or she reaches out to me or their team reaches out to me so that I'm reminded that I need to review my insurance. So that's number one. Number two, what does your insurance person do for you if you have a loss? Right? So, the most important time for you is when you have a loss with respect to insurance. So, how does your insurance agent handle it? Does he tell you, go call the 800 number, or does he take you through the process? and have a system by which he follows up and makes sure that things are going well with you? And will he be there to hold your hand when you have that terrible loss and need to talk with the insurance company that you may not understand the jargon or whatnot? So you want to know that your agency is available. You want to know that they're going to offer you reviews and have a system for reviews and how they're going to handle their claims. Read between the lines, and that's when you know you've got the right agent.
0: Well, thank you very much. What we'll do next time is you can think of any follow-ups that we might want to discuss. And we'll also collect questions from people to ask. So we'll talk to you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.